0: So here we go then. We're back, the Premier League's back. We've finally got some content to discuss. Welcome to the Premier League Fan Podcast. Now before we go any further, before we start, we do just need to do a quick warning as usual. Please remember that this podcast is recorded live and unscripted, so it may have some language, topics, and other things that some people may find offensive. If you are one of those people, then please switch off now. Also, don't forget you can join in our conversation by following us on social media at PLFanPodcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Now, sit back, enjoy, and welcome to the Premier League Fan Podcast. Okay, hello. Welcome to this week's Premier League Fan Podcast. Um, Chris, along with Joe and Troy, here we are. One missing today. Um, Luke, unfortunately, cannot be
1: with us. Can he, boys? Wait. No, I think he's too devastated about the uh, goal line decision. He's still cut <laughs> up about it. Wait, are you telling me that Luke hasn't turned up for something? It, it it's, it's, uh,
0: it's shocking um, that the flake. Brummy <laughs> amongst us hasn't turned up for something but no he's moving house so we can let him off this week. Um, the benefit of that though is I can talk bias free about the relegation battle without a little Brummy in my in my ear so um, anyway the Premier League is back guys so have we had a good week?
2: I prefer not to speak. <laughs> I've enjoyed it immensely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's it's been it's been very hit and miss very
2: hit if miss i speak because... i am in trouble
0: <laughs> so we've got a lot to get through today so with i know usually we like to start these things with a little bit of a, a gag or a little bit of a game but a lot to get through so we are going to crack straight on so um yeah the premier league's back it's back behind closed doors um it's been interesting to watch um obviously we've all watched the bundesliga so um how did you think it compared to the bundesliga uh, Troy?
1: I think, obviously, it being Premier League teams, it's been it's been better. Um, I can't say the standard of the matches have been particularly good. <laughs> it's
2: been awful. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it I, I, it's
0: been it's been a bit of a struggle to watch sometimes, isn't it? It um, has. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're we're chuffed to have it back and and and, and all of that. Um, I think one 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 thing one thing I've noticed is. There's a lot, not a lot of first-time first-half goals. Um, a lot of the goals no. are coming in the second half. Um, why do you think that could be, Joe? Uh,
2: well, most teams don't have David Louise in the squad, so that's probably why. <laughs>
0: um, he's a he's a real bitter bunny this week, and I'm sure we'll get uh, we will get uh, onto um, Arsenal. Think, <laughs> um, I think I it's just busting,
2: isn't it? It,
0: isn't it? Yeah. Yeah exactly i think it's i think it's um it's 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 going to take a little while to adapt to um to 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 the surroundings one thing i can't get my head around though boys is the water break i don't understand why we need a
1: water break when it was cutting down with rain for most of the games but um well it's because they can't isn't it because they can't um just pick any bottle they have to have their own they have to have their own bottles um, so is that what it is? So they have to have designated breaks so that they get their own bottles. I just find not, it mad. Just get you chucked any old.
2: I get right. that they've been off for a while, but if you're getting paid that much money, I'd expect you to stay fit. Like you can go 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. And I, obviously I, this,
2: I this. This. Oh, Sorry. God, go and on, try.
1: One thing. I, yeah. I, one thing I don't get is when you see them on this, you know, on the subs benches, and they're. You know, miles apart from each other. I don't get it. They've had they've had all this contact training in the week before leading up to it. When they get out on the pitch, obviously they're going to be in close contact with each other there. Um, when they celebrate goals, they're all hugging each other. When they, you know, when... it's a re- it's a really really funny thing, isn't it? Um... I don't I don't get why they're doing it.
0: And I think every game that you, every game that we've watched, I think every team has taken a little while to get into the swing of it as well. And I know that we um, we had a little debate in the week when we were watching one of the games. There's, you know, these are these are footballers that are getting paid thousands and thousands of pounds a week, whose job it is to be good at football. Um, you can't really, ex- you know, it's it's a little bit unacceptable. Mm. I feel that when they come back and they've they're struggling and 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 to, to to get up to pace. I mean, obviously we're not professional footballers; we're just fans, but. I know that's that's my opinion on the situation. It's 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 a little bit frustrating when you see I know I know I'm frustrated this week and I know for sure as a um as an Arsenal fan um Joe's frustrated as well. But um yeah, it is it is what it is. Um Before before we get on to that, though, um, I want to start at the very beginning because there was controversy in the very first game this week. Um, Obviously, I'd have liked Luke's opinion on this, but he's uh, unfortunately not with us. But Aston Villa, goal-line technology, the first goal that wasn't to be. um, What did you make of that, Troy?
1: Wow, it's unbelievable, isn't it? I don't know how you can possibly... Like the first game back as well. Yeah, um, it's just crazy. Like it's, the, the implications of that—that like it could be as well with Sheffield, you know, fighting for a European spot. Aston Villa, um, you know, in that relegation battle with all those other teams. It's—I just don't understand how that could have happened.
0: I know as a Bournemouth fan watching it as well, you know, obviously Villa came away from that game a pot with a point, shouldn't have done, you know, they should, they should have come away with nothing. Um, yeah, I mean, I was I was fuming about the situation. I thought to myself, if this all ends
2: up with Villa staying up by a point, for example, where do we stand with that? Um, I just don't, I just don't, under, the bit I do understand is why it didn't pick it up, because they said... That the cameras were all blocked um which makes sense you know the keeper's in the way the camera can't see the ball right i completely understand that You've got VAR. What, what yeah mm. what i can't understand is why the VAR hasn't looked at it my only sort of point that i can make on that is that of what they'd have to look at it every time for the goal decision system but on the other side why don't they look at it every time for the goal decision system and then finally as well it's it's not hard to see from the naked eye that he's behind the post. <laughs> he's literally yeah. holding the post. I mean we, the ball we we were watching it and post.
0: you know, we were, I mean we were watching it together, weren't we, Joe? And it, and it was very clear that the ball was behind the line. Um before the replays. Uh, obviously. Yeah, I think all the Sheffield United players could see it. I think the only person that, that couldn't see it was the official. Um yeah, it's it's a shocking display. Another thing that I can't get my head around as well, well this, is hap- this happened at first time. At half-time, the referee knew that a mistake had been made. So why couldn't they have awarded a goal at half-time? I know it's unprecedented, but, you know, these are unprecedented yeah. times, aren't they? <laughs> um, a lot's happening that, that doesn't usually happen. I,
2: think, um, I don't yeah. think you could award it at half-time. I think that would be... I heard. Um, I, I heard, just don't see how that would work.
0: I heard this has happened in another league, and that is what happened at halftime. I can't remember what league, you know, but I, I do remember hearing um, uh, the punditry on on the game, and, and apparently that has happened in the past. Oh, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's devastating for, for Sheffield. You know, they're in a situation where they're yeah. they're trying to get to Europe. Um, you know, Brilliant they didn't have a result. good. Yeah, you know, and and they didn't have a. <laughs> Yeah, you know, they didn't have a they didn't have a great result against Newcastle. I mean, that was a little bit of a shocker as well um, over the weekend, uh, mm-hmm. losing three 0 to to Newcastle. So that that point could have been influential, really, couldn't it?
2: Mm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. I'm glad they didn't glad
0: they didn't get through. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So I mean, obviously, it's all it's all waiting. We'll have to wait and see as to how that's going to implement the rest of the season. Um, there's been yeah. a goal in the
1: Manchester City game, but for who, Joe? There
0: has, yeah. Obviously, oh. we haven't. We have. We need. We need to. We need wait. to make this clear, actually. So we are recording tonight's podcast um, during the last match of the, uh, the the this week's fixtures, week thirty, during the Manchester City versus Burnley game. There has been a goal at the Etihad. Um, and it's, um it's wait. It it may try? be ruled out. Has
1: there a try? A- i don't know um <laughs> i think there is i think there is joe have a look again
0: uh, i think i think that's going to var oh no we, we're getting a we're getting a penalty oh, by looks wow. of it um anyway we we we, we better crack on because obviously this isn't um entertaining for for the listeners while we while we dispute this um uh, yeah so should we move uh, on to arsenal
2: now look, look, let's talk about the game. Still, I think. Uh, let's uh, talk let's, about ourselves. Just to put it out there. They scored, and now it is a penalty. So it's actually could be. Okay, three. so. But anyway. <laughs> they up to
0: three. They are up. They're up to three. Yeah, three nil Manchester City. Um, we'll, we'll talk. Right. But we'll talk a little bit about Man City actually. well before <sighs> we get onto this then? So obviously, uh, if there was a slip up in this game, uh then Liverpool could have won the title last week. Liverpool had a disappointing result at the up at the weekend with a nil-nil result. Bit of a boring Merseyside derby, wasn't it, Troy?
1: It was awful. Um, <laughs> devoid of many chances. I, I, I thought that Everton could have won it. I think they had the Should better have chances it. in the end. Um, I mean, they, they hit the post. Like how Lewin shot... Um, but it was just a, a terrible game um, I think I think that that was one of the games
0: which would have benefited from a crowd um, yeah it was a real disappointment and obviously it, it's not a smooth finish to what I think a lot of Liverpool fans were hoping for obviously now they've got some work to do to um, to, to clinch the title Um uh obviously with with this match now being at 3 0 I think they've got to win two more games to to capture the title. But yeah, a really, really disappointing Merseyside Derby. They
2: only looked um, Liverpool only looked smooth, I thought, as well, for about sort of twenty minutes in the second half. Apart from that, it looked they looked very disjointed. I'm not well, sure why Salah didn't
1: play.
2: Yeah, they had Salah missing Salah. And,
0: and and yeah they had they, they were missed they were missing a couple of players. But yeah, I mean Salah was missing against the uh, against Barcelona in, in the Champions League last season you know that 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 was one of the best games of football I've ever watched so yeah a real disappointing situation for Liverpool but you know they're, they they they've got they've got to now get to two wins do you see the do you see the title defense title going to anybody else guys or do you think it's pretty much Liverpool's it's a marathon yeah, it's still right. It's,
1: it's, it, it's obviously Liverpool it's just a case of when annoyingly okay right oh. so
0: we shall actually we do need to take a little commercial break so i'm going to stop the. i'm going to stop it while you listen to a message from the sponsor um, and then we will talk about arsenal this episode of the premier league fan podcast is sponsored by our podcast provider anchor Now, Anchor is a free app that you can download on your iPhone or iPad or any of your mobile phones. It is free to use and it has everything you need to create your own podcast. Now, trust me, if the four of us idiots can use it, anyone can use it. It's so easy. Go to Anchor FM to start your podcast today. Now, sit back and enjoy the Premier League Fan Podcast. Okay, um, so we are going to move on to a topic which I know you are feeling very passionate about, uh, Joe. Um, Arsenal have not really had the start that they were hoping for under Mikel Arteta. Um, What are your views on the situation? Obviously, they had two two, two games they've played last week, two losses, one against Man City, one against Brighton. How are you feeling?
2: I I feel awful. (laughs) I didn't watch the Brighton match, um, but I did watch the City match. Um, was that out of disgust? <laughs> unfortunately, I was busy. Um, it's I I I just don't know what to I don't know whether to try and even think of some positives. I mean, the City game. I think we started bright. Then we just Jacker and Mary went off. And that, that was the whole downfall because obviously David Luiz came on and Arteta even said after the game, he said there was, you know, there was a reason he was on the bench. It's literally what yeah. he came out and said pretty much. There was a reason he was on the bench. Um, and it showed, and I, I wouldn't have minded if we'd lost to City. Like if we lost one 2 nil and they'd, you know, but we put up a fight. But as soon as David Luiz comes on, Makes two mistakes, puts us down to ten men, and then we had no no sort of way to combat that because we were we were man down. Uh,
0: well, they've they've had a, they've had a horrible start for injuries, haven't they? You know, um, yeah. uh, you know, Jaka went off, and obviously now it, 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 the the devastating injury of Leno. Lenin. I mean, I was watching, I was watching the game, um, uh, the the Brighton game, and you know, obviously BT weren't going to show the coverage of, of that injuries um
2: it's yeah. not nice I've seen I've it, seen the leg it's not nice and he'll be out for the season I, I'm pretty sure um, yeah I mean
0: that's that's a massive blow obviously Leno
2: oh, huge one I, of your
0: one of, one of the biggest players of
2: the team. he is I'm not too distraught for the only reason that I do think that Martinez is is, is a good goalkeeper um he's stuck he's been he's actually, I believe. Arsenal's longest-serving player now. Um, yeah, but I, and I, he played, I, I'm He not pulled off a couple worried. of good saves. Yeah, he pulled off a, a couple of good saves. So, yeah,
0: um,
2: I think he can still do a job. That the issue we've got is Marries out, and I'm pretty sure in eight days' time we're not going to have David Weiss to even call upon because his contract's out. Um, thank goodness. So, praying that Rob Holding is fit. Um, there's a chance that he will be back for the match. I think we're playing Thursday. Um, Brighton me, game. Sorry. As I was to say, let me
1: ask you this question, Joe, because a lot of Arsenal fans say, look, we're improving under Arteta, blah blah blah. But the the fact of the matter is, they've won four out of eleven games.
2: Is that is that good enough? I'm pretty sure four out of eleven. But then we've, we've only won nine all season, I think. <laughs> um, it's not good enough. No, of course it isn't. But it wouldn't be good enough because what Arteta's been given is not good at all. Um, personally, I feel we have improved art under Arteta. Um, I think we are better than we were under Emery. But it's never going to be a, a, a case of, you know, quick fix. You're done. He needs, he needs a summer. But again, that's going to be ruined because of Covid. Um, yeah, I mean I so think realistically do you, uh,
0: as far as the rest of this season is concerned as an Arsenal fan do you think it's 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 just a case of write this season off start again fresh next year
2: obviously that means no Europe that is my worry is no Europe yeah, that's, that's is huge. massive for Arsenal alone on top of that how you know I do think obviously like I said we have, we discussed this in a previous episode it's different when Arsenal call you, etc. And I think we still attract players, but Europe is such a big part of that, especially for players that we're really heavily linked with, like Party. If he's watching them first two games, he's going to go, "I'm not going there." <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Or the
2: only the only positive you can take out of it is maybe he's looking at it and going, "Oh, if I go there, I'm going to be an absolute king." So
1: now you're going yeah. to keep players yeah, like no,
2: Bamian who are dragging their heels with their contracts. I, yeah, yeah, but we've got to, we've got to hang on to a Bamian. Uh, so I think, had his had his day. He needs to uh, jump ship. Um, there's also there's yeah. also another player that I wanted to
0: bring up, and 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 you know we brought him up we brought him up in, in previous podcasts. For me, watching him during the Brighton game, um, I don't know who you're
2: going to mention, um, is, and I can't is, wait. Is, is Saka?
0: Um, Brilliant For me, he was And, and I know Troy's going to be like How can you say this about someone that didn't win Etc, etc For me, he was the player of the week for me I think he was absolutely fantastic He he was put in a number of positions And he, he played out of his skin Now
2: I've heard He's also
0: He also needs to be somebody That needs to be that needs He needs a new contract And that kind of thing Otherwise uh, there's rumours that Liverpool are, are looking at him and, and things like that. I mean, the thing he is, needs, he needs to stay at Arsenal,
2: clearly. I think Arteta can. I think potentially that could work, where Saka needs to learn to be humble about it. You know, because does he want to go to Liverpool, where he won't necessarily get on the on the team sheet, he won't get game time, he'll go out on loan. Is that a career drop? Whereas if you stay at Arsenal, you ride it out for a year or two at his age potentially get back working towards with our squad building with all these youngsters you know I think I think it would be I think it would be a silly move if he went somewhere to another to a different big club I think it'd be a silly move for him
0: yeah I I completely agree so um obviously I said that Saka uh had had a very good week another player that had a really good week um is Danny Ings uh uh, at Southampton, scored a scored a fantastic goal for them and, and an, an assist as well. Three um, 0 Southampton against Norwich. Um, yeah, it was a real very one sided match, I thought. Um, but yeah, but yeah, Danny Ings as well. Uh, he's in the contention for the Golden Boot. Um, had another fantastic week. Uh, Troy, did, did 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 you catch that one or any?
1: Uh, how do you think Danny Ings' is yeah. going? I think Danny Ings is you know he's having one of his best of seasons mm. um and a lot of that is because he's he's actually managed to keep fit and avoid too many injuries um, yeah. Norwich just looked devoid of any ideas um and just looked defeated from the off um
0: yeah, and and, and uh, I, I listen. I listened to Daniel Farker before the match, saying, you know, they're still in this relegation battle. I didn't see that from them at all, no. to be honest with you. I I think I think they're they're pretty much down. Joe, do you think
2: Norwich are, are pretty much Championship now? <laughs> yeah, definitely. They were appalling against Southampton. Um, I didn't see one glimmer, uh, even from people like camp well there was there was nothing i thought they were absolutely yeah. rubbish I Thought they were appalling
0: yeah and you know to talk a little bit about the relegation battle obviously this is something that's been on my mind for the last few days um yeah, you know we, we, we came into saturday and we <laughs> and we saw we saw teams with that wanted to fight um you know watford drew against leicester you know brighton won against arsenal and then you know <laughs> then then we saw afc bournemouth um biggest biggest television audience for a premier league match uh, as it was on national television for
2: a day
0: um, and it was it was
2: pretty sure it's yeah, been yeah, done it, it, sorry i think it got outdone by the Side derby <laughs> yeah yeah
0: um but yeah it was it was pretty much it was it was a joke really um uh, i'm i'm frustrated sitting here as you know as, as a bournemouth fan very similar to joe this week i think um the, the, the more I think about it, the more I watch it back. Is it's the frustration that you know I'm trying to be positive and 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 look at Bournemouth and think, have they got it in them to stay up? David Brooks came back. He was a fantastic element to the team. But you know I saw a team that didn't want to fight and didn't didn't want to 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 play for the for the badge, which was a real shame, I think. But um, obviously I think... Troy, you were very vocal about that match, and yeah, it, it was it was a difficult watch,
1: wasn't it, Troy? You just look at the, the Bournemouth team. They, as you said, that um, Brooks came back. He looked, he looked good. Um, but it is one of the worst. I've one of the worst games I've seen Bournemouth play. Crystal, they made Crystal Palace look like Barcelona. Yeah. Um, and I, I as I said to you in the previous, but I, I can't see them picking up many points. But I thought. I thought where they would pick up some points would be against Crystal Palace. Um, So I do fear for them if they if they play like that every every game. Definitely, they're they're definitely going down. Um, It's it's sort of left Bournemouth in a position
0: where they now have to go get points against teams that they probably wouldn't be getting points against them. Um, and, and yeah, they're making it, they're making it more and more difficult for themselves. And it is a real shame. Um, obviously Josh King, uh, uh, it looks like he's going to be out for a number of weeks because of that challenge. Um, VAR is... stepped in, said it wasn't dangerous play. Obviously that's, that's up for debate. Um,
2: Joe, what did you make of it? I was just going to say that we had a well, I would say a brilliant debate about this uh, in our chat, but actually I think it was Troy being a wind-up merchant. Um, but I could not understand the not only the refereeing but also the, the commentators in that match
0: because I found. Oh, Jermaine Genus was terrible. Like, like, like,
2: is, is he had a bad holiday here or something? Like. It, and and this is speaking from because I'm I I, I because I live here, but I I see predominantly um. A, Arsenal fan um, and I just couldn't get my head round how went over and they said it wasn't a foul and he didn't get a yellow and I can't, I can't remember who it was but someone did it on the Bournemouth team and they but they kept their studs on the floor or lower won the ball got yellow carded and the commentators went off and how he was couldn't understand why he was talking back about the challenge because it yeah. was an obvious yellow, and I couldn't get my head around that. But I mean, to 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 me, obviously, the
0: the commentary from Jermaine Genius was very biased. didn't didn't rate the BC coverage at all. It's Just my my opinion. It was,
2: I, I um, did feel it was very biased. Uh, also,
0: I, th- I thought it was poor. Um, and but but one thing one thing I, I have seen on social media, and I wanted to get your opinion on Troy because obviously, you were very much, you know, you 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 thought the the decision was fair. You didn't think it should have been a a, a red card. Um, but do you remember Abamyang's red card earlier on in the season when he got a red. Um,
2: that came. If waters. you look at the
0: two, it, and that was against Crystal Palace as well. Um, if you if you look at the two challenges, they're pretty much identical. One was a red, one wasn't a red. Obviously, do do, do you think? I mean, VAR's here to make things more consistent, but clearly it wasn't. Troy, what what, what do you think VAR That's should have stepped order, in, or do you yeah, think they I made think... the right decision?
1: I I don't think it was a red card. I think you've, you've got to. If a player wins the ball, I think you've got to you've got to give them some leeway. I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying it wasn't a foul, but if a, if a player wins the ball, which he did, um, I mean yes, you know, it was a bit high tackled. <laughs> Uh, but I think it would have been very unfair for him to get, red, to get a red just, card for that. So I, just I
2: can't one of the main,
1: of the main issues is inconsistency in terms of refereeing and refereeing decisions. And with VAR, yes, we're meant to get a lot more consistency. Um, I mean, VAR was quite quiet
0: this week. I mean, obviously, there was the um, overturned penalty in yeah. the Manchester United game um and and there was this i don't i mean obviously there was the massive goal line technology but there was another
2: one in that bournemouth game that we we didn't haven't discussed because there was an obvious red card for me for one of the bournemouth players who quite visibly elbowed whoever it was in the neck and that was also a red and var just said that not foul like nothing
0: i must have missed that one (laughs) so. <laughs> Did you, Chris? Because um, if I
2: scroll through our group
0: chat, <laughs> I, I, I i honestly, I, 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 obviously, the, the Josh King one sticks out in my mind. Um, go. Obviously, we're talking about challenges quickly, and I know we've already discussed Arsenal. I just want to get your opinion on the whole Leno thing. Obviously, a lot of media—not media, but a lot of fans—outrage over um, Morpé's challenge. It wasn't really a challenge on Leno. Where would, as me watching it i would want my center forward to be chasing down a goalkeeper that's 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 how i see things um i didn't particularly see anything wrong with more what more pay did um some fans feel differently what 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 do you two think regarding that
2: challenge uh right i'll put it out there like i said before i, I didn't watch the game so i didn't see it live and um, so all I've seen are replays and images, which won't help the cause. Um, agreed a centre-forward should be going after a bull. Uh, from what I've seen of the videos, um, he was never, ever, ever going to get the ball. It was quite comfortably, Lennox. And I think, and it's only because it's happened probably that I'm thinking this. But if you've got, if there's the, prote- you know, he's going to jump for it. You know that, he's goalkeeper. You know he's going to jump and he's going to catch it. Um, Premier League goalkeeper. Any, every single one of them is doing that. There's no, there is no need for him to go to the position he was in and put that pressure on Leno, which could have which forced the injury. However, saying that, like I said, I haven't, didn't watch the game, and I would want my centre forward putting putting them under pressure. Um, but if, I think you know, it was clear. I think it was clear though that he was never
1: going to get to that ball.
2: Yeah that's what I mean
1: that's the issue that
0: I have I don't I have. know why I think it was one of this because I, mean, I I watched it live and I watched I watched all the games on Saturday and um, to me in real time it didn't look like anything untowards had happened um, which which was what surprised me when you heard all the the fans outrage one thing one thing you saw also one thing you don't often see is is is, is Leno was was clearly not happy with what happened um, had had a few words with more pay.
2: I've never seen that happen before. I mean, I am surprised that we don't see that more, if I'm honest, because he's gone and caught the ball routine catch. Like I said, and, and now he's out for the season and he's in, and I could I quite happily say that I think he's one of the best keepers in the Premier League. I, do, I really do. And he's in very good form uh, before lockdown and after he pulled off some brilliant saves in both matches. Um, and, and now he's he's out, and you don't know what that could do to a player's career. Um yeah. So I think I, emotions I were running high, that. weren't they? Yeah. And yeah, it doesn't help that we were just god awful. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about the um, uh, the the big big game that happened uh, over the weekend, uh, Manchester United and um, Tottenham at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, um, one all draw. Uh, VAR stepped in Uh, Troy, what did you make of um, that game and Manchester United's performance?
1: I thought the game in general obviously wasn't the best like most of the games this week Um, I think the result was fair Um, I felt like I felt like Manchester United obviously can play better um, but I think we can be happy with the point at Tottenham. Um, and I mean, it obviously, teams like Arsenal lost. Um, I know Chelsea won, so they've picked up a bit of momentum and, and a bit of a gap between the top four. Um, but I will take a point.
0: Uh, penal- uh, penalty decisions were a big. Conversation there, big topic. Um, one was given, yeah. one was ruled out. The the one that was ruled out was pretty soft. I I didn't really see that being yeah. given.
1: Do you, do you guys agree? Definitely. Yeah, that that one was never a penalty. The one that was given, um, obviously I, I think was a pen. I think it was maybe a bit soft, but I think with the rules as they are, I think it it was a penalty. Um, do you know?
0: Do you know one thing? One thing that I do want to mention, obviously, we're, we're getting off the hard facts here. Is how old do football managers look after this lockdown? Like they all but look. Like they all look like they've aged twenty years. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer looks like he's looks grey. David Moyes looks like he's he's you know knocking knocking on an old old age pensioner's house door. Do you know what I mean? It was uh, it was shocking to me. Obviously, Roy Hodgson yeah. looks half dead anyway. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Arteta Teto looks pretty um, young to me. Yeah, he's the youngest. Premier League manager, any and I think like, you By know, Eddie, Ed, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Howard has fresh skin fade as well, so he was looking all right. But yeah, some of the managers came out the tunnel, and I thought, my god, they've had a bad lockdown. Um, I've got a uh, uh,
2: question as, as well for Troy about the United Tottenham match. Yeah, go on, because this is all I've seen it a lot on my, on my social media, and I really want to get your honest opinion on this, right? <laughs> Everyone is pushing this Fernandez Pogba partnership, right. Did you see any of that in that game? Not really. Thank
1: you. No. <laughs> it was um, not there.
2: I think I, Parker, I think
1: obviously I think th- there's a lot of hype isn't there about those two but uh, and I think I think I think they will work together very well. Pogba looked um, good I will say. I did think Pogba, Pogba, did, Pogba looked did, very Pogba good. Pogba did look good when he really
0: came on. I tell you who didn't look good and I do want your opinion on this Troy is um uh, obviously, you, you've got a, you've got the most expensive defender in the world.
1: He was awful.
0: Um, who I didn't think had a great game, and you've got who um, another United fan referred to as Papa Dom Hands, um, David De Gea, um, <laughs> who again had a had a, a shocking match. Obviously, Roy Roy Keane on punditry was very vocal about the whole situation. He's he's meant to be one of the best goalkeepers in the world, isn't he? And in, in yeah, you know, Harry Maguire is meant to be
1: the most expensive defender in the world. The problem, poor, uh, poor, poor performance. I thought. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is now because we, we keep coming up with these David De Gea errors, and for a while we could say it was just poor form, but I think there's a lot. I think there's more to it. Um, I think he was. I'm not, su- I'm not sure. i It's too early. But I wouldn't mean, even. He's still a good goalkeeper, five. but he's still
2: a good goalkeeper. Um. But yeah, it, it's worrying because I'd say well, I don't think he's in the top five keepers in the print. I've been, alone... I've always
0: I've always thought he was a bit overrated, to be honest with you. I mean, I know me and you, Joe, were both goalkeeping nerds and we both like our goalkeepers. And But yeah, I mean, I've never I've never rated David De Gea. Um, obviously, you've got Dean Henderson on the books, who's having a fantastic season. If, if if this continues, do, do you think you, you'd stick with De Gea or do you think it's time for fresh blood and time for a change? What do you feel, Troy, as a Man United fan?
1: The, the problem is De Gea's got still got a, a, a load of years in him. Um, Dean Henderson's obviously going to want first in football. He's probably not going to get that at United while De Gea is still around. Um but he's, but Henderson's not going to want to play second fiddle. So I think I think we're going to have to be resigned to losing him. Um, but I hope we get a lot of money for him because he's been phenomenal for Sheffield this season. I think the opposite.
0: I I genuinely think the opposite too, Joe. I think I think you you ship you shipped David De Gea off. There's too many, too many of these these silly mistakes that are happening. And if I was a Man United fan, I would be absolutely fuming um, at some of the goals that he's let in. Um, yeah, I mean, I know, I mean, t- Dean Henderson, to me, is by far having a, a much
1: more superior season. Do you agree, Joe? We can't, yeah. you can't have that sort of, you can't make that sort of decision based on, I know Dean Henderson's had a, a great season, but he's, He's had
2: one good season. Um, but it's not just based off that because these daft hair errors keep occurring. Yeah. And, and and you look at you look at the situation
0: at Liverpool. They had uh Loris Karius um, who was a, a great German young goalkeeper, made mistake after mistake after mistake. Where do you draw the line and you say right enough enough you're not these aren't mistakes now. These keep happening. He's costing you points, Troy. You would have won. You would have won one nil at the week at last at the weekend if, if 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 that goal hadn't gone in. He he got a hand to it. Should be keeping it out. Don't don't you agree? Yeah,
1: I do agree. And if you look on the on the flip side, Hugo Lloris's save was phenomenal. Um, so. Yeah,
2: I mean, I don't think we can get
1: rid of De Gea just yet, but he is was, making a lot more mistakes.
2: Definitely was my favourite news headline of the week, though. Uh, Manchester United and Manchester City in bidding war for Dean Henderson. Um, one of them owns him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he works uh, for one of them. Works
2: so. for one of them.
0: Yeah. So that was um, my favourite headline of the week. One, one, one massive piece of. Piece of news that's come out since we did our last podcast was um Timo Werner um off to Chelsea um it, it, reports was that he was heading to Liverpool reports were very strong obviously the German connection between him and Jurgen Klopp ended up at Chelsea um I thought that was a mass massive news and a, and a real huge player to be coming to the Premier League uh,
2: and yeah a real boost for Chelsea Chelsea um, need him definitely but I did yeah. see a brilliant thing that said, because I think he'll be their number. Is it number nine or is that Tammy? I, I don't know enough about Chelsea, but um, well, t-
0: Tammy's 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 number nine. Tammy's the centre forward. Um, yeah. And I thought he was a number nine, but from what I've seen on the football Twitter, yeah, they, they've had him. They've had him like left wing, um, which which again is, is, is a position that that Hazard had, and I don't
2: think they they've quite grasped. Having
0: anybody saw, yeah, there, but this
2: is what I meant. Yeah, it, it was an illustration of basically him just between the the different number nines that that Chelsea have had, and some have been absolutely class, and some have been well, absolutely terrible. So yeah, <laughs>
0: Fernando Torres,
2: a bit of a flop, Being one of them. Yeah, and,
0: and, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, of it all depends on where they play him. I think, and, I think you know, Tammy Tammy Abraham has had a very good season as well. I think it would be unfair to to, to sort of I'll drop you, him out.
2: I'll tell you who is massively unfair on, and I still can't grasp why he is not playing first team football is Olivier Giroud. I think he is an absolutely class striker. Yeah. Well, he started right, this he started week, didn't, it, didn't he? Did he, he, he start? He, I, I, yeah. I, I didn't know. But... He
0: came off. <laughs> He scored um, there, didn't he this week? He scored, he yeah. S- yeah. he scored, and then it, then he came off and was replaced by Tammy. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> substitutions are over a, 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 a whole different bag at the and moment.
2: He was, um, he was. I thought he was class for Arsenal as well. I just, I just cannot understand why he isn't playing week in week out because he grabs goals, goals, goals. <laughs> I think, mentally. I think, I
0: think it was the implementation of youth, isn't it? I think when Frank Lampard came, I think Frank Lampard yeah. had a, had a certain way he wanted to play and. You know, he's also not afraid to drop players, is he, Frank Lampard? You know, look at look at Keper Balaga, their goalkeeper. You know, more than happy to
2: for him to sit on the bench and I'm, and give
0: Caballero a, a chance.
2: So. I'm seeing a lot of sim- similarities between Frank Lampard and Arteta. Yeah, I think they're very similar managers because Arteta's done the same. He came out and said Urso wasn't playing because he's not playing well enough. So that, that
0: was big news coming out of the Arsenal game, wasn't it? Uh, for a manager to turn around and say mm. he hasn't he hasn't been playing well enough, I'm not gonna play him.
2: And it wasn't even not playing him, he he wasn't in the squad, which I f- it, it was bowls, which Arsenal need, definitely. <laughs>
0: um one last game one, one last game I want to talk about before we start to sum things up was um the Watford Leicester match. Um obviously Joe you you you're away at the weekend so you've oh, you missed this one well, i've just um, watched
2: the highlights so
0: yeah um enjoyed them very very boring game very similar to, to what to what and it all came alive in the last five minutes um yeah. an incredible overhead kick from um a central Defender um, in Dawson, incredible goal, um, and also an incredible goal from Ben Chilwell. Uh, two, two defenders scoring some absolute worldies. Um, did you see them, Troy?
1: I did see them. They're obviously two of the best goals of the week, um, and it's a vital point for Watford in the relegation battle. Exactly, another
0: team that's fighting for the, for their place. Yeah. You know, again, which is a, which is a frustration for. I think the Norwich fans and the Bournemouth fans out there, and you know the, the lack of fight in those teams. When you see a team like Watford, who you know they they were really fighting for that, and it was an incredible goal. I mean, if, if you haven't watched it, I recommend you go back and have a look at it. I mean, Joe, you've just had a look at it
2: from a centre half. It's an incredible. They're team. both incredible. I'd put for an athletic point of view, I actually preferred Joe Wells because the way it went into the top bracket was was beautiful. And it had that kind of swaz on it. It reminded me of Pavard's goal in the um, in the World Cup. Um, so, obviously, yeah.
0: just to summarise a little bit before before we we talk about those goals in a little bit more detail. Obviously, podcasts are now every two weeks. We've got a lot of content that we're going to fit in, but every week we I want to do a, a a goal of the fortnight, player of the fortnight, and a save of the fortnight, so that we're not leaving the goalkeepers out. This week there's only three of us here, so we're all going to take one each. So. Joe, you're going to say goal of the week. So, what's your opinion on on the goal of the week? We, you've, you've mentioned a few candidates there. Uh,
2: yeah, so I've I've just I've just caught up with the Leicester Watford game, which I believe uh, had the two probably top ones in. I want to give a shout out. You know, I want to give that one positive bit. Um, I thought Pepe's goal was beautiful. Um, it was a very good in. goal. It was, um, a, it was so, a great goal. Um, wanted to get that l- in there. And a lot a lot to but. choose
0: from this 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 period um for goals of the week. Yeah. But, and obviously um, I think it would be silly not to uh, give just to give, just to to give you a, a live update, there's five here that we haven't seen for Manchester City. So if, five now. If, if any of these it was four. figure into that, they've they've just scored another one. Um but so obviously we're going for ev- all the games apart from the Man City one So so Joe, what w- what do you think your goal of the fortnights should be? <sighs>
2: um yeah, I I liked Pepe's uh, I've got to... I'm sorry, Chris, but the free kick for Palace was, was a beautiful free kick. Um, but I'm going to give it to Chirwell, I think, for for Leicester City. Ben Chirwell.
0: Yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a stunning it, goal.
2: It was just <clears throat> unbelievably taken and I think it was more... As good as Dawson's was, it was more of a... I'm going to overhead kick it and it will go somewhere towards the goal. Whereas Chirwell was... I'm going to ping this in the top right-hand corner, and he did it. So cool. I'm going to give it to Chilwell.
0: Fab, um, I'm going to pick save of the week this week. Um, save of the fortnight, sorry. Um, few a few really good saves. Um, Dean Henderson had a really good game. Um, uh, uh, some, some really, really quality saves. I think Leno had a, had a few before he got subbed off. Um, but I'm going to give it to Hugo Lloris. Um, of Tottenham uh coming up against Martial I remember when w- I watched that game with you boys virtually um and yeah I was it was a stunning save a real real stunning save so um save of the fortnight goes to Hugo Lloris Troy we're, we're going to put you on the spot now it's a lot a lot of pressure on Troy's shoulders but he loves it he loves all the attention does our Troy um, <laughs> Troy you get, you get to pick player player of the fortnight
1: any any thoughts on this Bruno <gasps> <laughs> controversially i'm actually going to go for st maxman um yeah yeah he played unbelievably well for newcastle over the weekend um and he he, he was the the engine in that team that really drove them forward he, he scored the first one he was influential in the third um and it was an unexpected result for for Newcastle against Sheffield, and he he was the main reason for that. Um, so I'm going to give it to him this 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 week. Yeah, worthy winner as well. I mean, it, it's a, a real good goal as well um,
0: uh, in the Newcastle game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there you have it. Obviously, as always, if you disagree with anything we've any of the decisions we've made. We're on social media. Come and find us. Come and hunt us down on Twitter, Facebook, um, uh, Instagram, all that jazz. Get um, a hashtag Flake trending on Twitter. Hashtag Flake. Uh, Luke will be back with us in two weeks' time. Um, we don't for, Don't forget, if you like the podcast, hashtag, um, hashtag plug the pod, feel free to get that trending as well. Um, we'll get all this <laughs> on social media. We are back in two weeks' time, boys, um, on the uh 8th of july we're going to be talking about game week 31 and game week 32 but for now we are all done so thank you very much joe thank you troy
2: thank you chris
0: thank you you. and we will see you in two weeks see you
2: later
0: there you have it we are flat out of time for another episode i want to thank you for joining us on this edition of the premier league fan podcast join us again in another fortnight on the 8th of july on a wednesday when we will be discussing all the latest action from the premier league now don't forget you can join in the conversation by joining us on social media at pl podcast on twitter facebook instagram and youtube we'll see you again